Welcome to the Living In Podcast, a show that helps successful real estate teams accelerate their growth and impact. Livian, love how you live in all aspects of life. This week I'm joined by Craig Wilburn. And Craig, for um, those that don't know you, myself included, right? We met yeah, last, last night. Last night. So, <laughs> um, give me a quick rundown. Who are you? Oh, goodness gracious. So i um, been in real estate, live in Gainesville, Florida. Go Gators. Um, that's one of these things right here, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, um, been in Gainesville for since 1990. 95, so 27 years in okay. Gainesville, and uh, got into real estate 20 years ago and have built a team. We are the largest real estate team in Gainesville. We're not a big team, huge team, but we are a very producing team. And so um, love what I do. Um, came to Keller Williams back in 2014, Was uh, left the, a local brokerage company that was the number one real estate company in Gainesville. I was their number one agent, and then the Keller Williams in Gainesville was failing at that time because the market was crashing and there was some not so great leadership going on. And so there was a lifeline thrown out and I got dragged to Austin, Texas. And <laughs> I saw the, the Keller Williams models for the first time and I was blown away. And yeah. then, um, so anyway, long story short, we ended up coming back there and, and then like really God just took over and added people and we worked our behinds off and, and uh, it took us about two and a half years to turn the Keller Williams from a business center into a market center. Uh, renamed it. I became an investor in the market center. Um, and now we've grown it. Now we're the largest real estate company uh, in Gainesville. We did, did that in about five years. And we ended last year as the number one residential res, uh, real estate company in Gainesville, Florida. Wow. So uh, 20 years in the business then and um, eight years then with KW. Yeah. Um, outside of real estate, what do you do? Oh, gosh. So we launched a nonprofit last year. Oh, cool. I have a buddy of mine, um, he had a, had a vision that he came to me about. And so that's been a really, really, really great thing. Um, I do a lot of serving for um, uh, the local, so the, the State Association of Realtors, National Association of Realtors. Um, I chair uh, the Realtor Relief Foundation at the national level, uh, the fundraising committee of that, of that arm. And that basically is a, is a kind of like our KW Cares. And okay. what it does is it gives back to victims of natural disasters when they lose their homes. Okay. We have some uh, resources available for them to, to basically uh, get them into temporary housing. Yeah. And so that's a really great, great thing. I'm also the uh, vice chairman this year of the local, the, well, the Greater Gainesville Chamber of Commerce in our city. And so, um, and I'll be uh, chair elect and then chair in 2024. Um, Serve on committees, state level for Realtor Association, national level, and um, have a wife. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got uh, five kids, a grandchild also. Nice. Six Congrats. month old little girl. Wow. And um, so active with their sports and learning, and we homeschool our kids also. Um, we only have one that's homeschooled now. Uh, the rest are either graduated or okay. um, are in high school. So. Yeah, lots going on. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, so not a lot of hobbies and time for uh, <laughs> exercising. Time and, you know, yeah, I take a lot of vacations though. I like yeah. to I like to rest. Rest is, um, you know, I I try to do everything like in 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 balance, right? So when it's time for me to work, I'm like all in, grinding everything else. And then I've I've learned over the years how to take my time off like daily I have a okay. I have a new spot I went and redid my backyard and I put like a hot tub and it's like sunsets at night and so I got like this thing now that um, I have a spot at night everybody knows if you want to find me as soon as that sun sets right now it's about 8 15 8 20 everybody knows where I'm at 
that's my time, and I just kind of get down. I do my uh, little weekend getaways. Okay. Doing like once a quarter. Yeah. That's my goal. Right now, I did it twice this year. I'm going to try to do it three times next year and then build up to once a quarter. Okay. Um, where I just go away alone. You know, nice. nobody, no yeah. kids, no, no nothing. And then we yeah. do, wife and I do our, our date nights weekly, and we do uh, week getaways and family getaways. And so we do a lot of... A lot of rest and retreat. All right, man. There's uh, there's a ton to unpack here that I'm okay. that I'm really curious about. Yeah. Um, uh, what I'm thinking about starting on it too is um, so there's some things that you said that are make your life an outlier for the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said you go on um, trips, you know, alone time, or yeah. that that's a goal of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I think it's incredibly healthy, right? Yes. And um, probably more people need that than, than we realize in society. But one of the challenges a lot of people have is they have to get everyone else in their life to mm. be on board for allowing them to do that. Yeah. What's that process been like for you? So basically, it's a lot of conversation, right? Yeah. Like very, a lot of constant communication, just talking yeah. about it. Like my team, you know, they all know what, um, you know, they want me to be the best version of myself possible. Yeah. They know that <clears throat> when I have those times of rest and get away, I come back and I'm got, I got new ideas. I'm, okay. I'm ready to, you know, impart and, and give. And, and so, um, so they've all like, it's so funny, like what they'll do is oftentimes, they say amongst each other, hey, guys, don't forget, our job is to get Craig out of the way so that he can <laughs> rest and, you know, I'm like, wow. I mean, yeah. they're having those, their own conversations around that. So it's super cool. My wife and I, you know, we talked, and, like, last year was the first time <clears throat> I had ever done this weekend getaway thing, and I was like, oh, gosh, how is she going to take that? Yeah, is she yeah, going to, yeah. you know? And so, you know, we sat down, we talked through it, and I said, you know, just, you know, how my life has got a lot going on. I'm trying to fit it all in, doing the kids this and that. And um, I said, I just think I need to do like a little getaway, like yeah. by myself. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. you know, yeah. how would you feel if I did that? Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's like, well, why would you want to do that? And so I was like, well, and I, we talked it through. Yeah. I explained to her my perspective. She goes, you know what? I get it. All right. Sounds good. So she was on board like right away? I mean, effectively. I mean, after, yeah, after, yeah. yeah. So she, at first she was like, well, why would you want to do that? And, yeah. then, and then I explained it to her and she listened and she says, okay, I get it. You should, that'd be good. Yeah. And then when I did it, and I, we talked the whole weekend, and I was telling what was going on, and and uh, how refreshing it was. And I was like, I actually like myself. Like this <laughs> yeah, is cool, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing when I go on my, my getaways, I learned about myself. Is two of my favorite things to do is meet new people and eat. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I was like, right. I wonder how much weight I'm going to gain on this trip. <laughs> you can only go once a quarter for that reason. <laughs> Every restaurant awesome. I went to ate, but I sit at the bar and I just yeah. meet people, and you know, it's just a good time. Yeah. What does that give you? To yeah. Do that. What does it give me? Yeah, I know you said it gives you like rest and recharge, but go yeah. deeper. Like what, what else oh, do you gosh. gain from that? So I, it's a time for me to really just um, reflect. It, it gives, I had, I had to give myself permission. Yeah. That was, the, that was the hard part because I'm so go, go, go. And it's not always go, go, go work. It's mm-hmm. go, go, go family. Go, go, go. I mean, I, I have five kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was an only child growing up. Okay. So for me, when I had kids, I didn't want my kids to feel like they were just one of the numbers. So I yeah. made intentional time for all of my kids. I got one-on-one time in my calendar mm-hmm. with all my kids yeah. every week. Right. So that's a lot of appointments. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, um, so I'm, I'm, and when I'm with them, I'm like all in. We're focused. We're going in. We're talking deep questions. We're, you know, we're training, learning, or they're with me traveling, whatever. So that's important for me. Because I'm so in, into what I'm doing all the time, I realize I don't do that with myself. Yeah. Like, I don't give myself the permission to just disconnect from everything. No agenda. No, yeah. nothing to accomplish on, yeah. this, on this trip. 
even vacations, you know, you're yeah. like, well, I gotta, we gotta do this, we gotta go to this mountain, we gotta yeah. go run this river, yeah. go, you know, all the things, right? So it's always something to do. Um, and I say, you know, I'm gonna go somewhere, anywhere I wanna go, and just like not have anything to do, no agenda. When I get there, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. And so for me, after I allowed myself the permission to do that, and then I did it, I was like, oh gosh, I should have been doing this for so much longer. That was going to be my next question is when do you wish you would have realized that? A long about? time ago, yeah. years and years. It's interesting because <clears throat> I, I learned that myself. Um, and when I when I got into the relationship with, with Lauren, who you met, who's just the mm. most amazing person on the planet. But yeah. you, did, it, you did really good there, by yeah, the way. You. I don't I know totally, how you did that. I totally but... outkicked my coverage. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, it, you know, I went in and said, hey, I need this time to myself. Probably, um, and it's this is about me, not about you. Right. Um, but it took probably a year to build that level of trust okay. yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. But we didn't have 20 years of, of experience. I went in day one and said, this is what I need. That's right. And, um, and so I think that that's almost this epidemic of real estate hustle culture. It is. Where agents aren't prioritizing themselves. Yeah, and it's the nature of the person, right? So yeah. you are, you know, the fact that you've been able to build and do what you've done successfully in your business is because of who you are, how you're yeah. wired, right? You're hardwired to achieve, to do, to yeah. go, right? So like, you know, pressing, like when I go home, if I'm not working, I sleep. It's like as yeah. soon as I stop, my body has learned from the years. If yeah. Craig stops, that means it's time to go to sleep. Time. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. So you have five kids. Mm -hmm. How do you juggle selling real estate, running business, nonprofit, and mm -hmm. have five children? So, you know, again, it's uh, leverage, right? It's having okay. a lot of people around me that understand what I'm doing, are aware of what I'm doing, and want to see that happen for me. But you didn't always have that, right? Um, I didn't have it. So the first, for the first year and a half of my real estate career, I did not have that. Okay. I did all of it. Um, and so my kids came with me to everything. Okay. So our family time, my first year and a half. So when yeah. I got into the business, April of 2022, I got into the business with a goal of not to sell houses. Okay. I, would, I wanted to learn the industry. And so I took the first like six months just to learn, um, have my first closing uh, over, over the summer. <clears throat> and then September through uh, December, I closed 26 houses. Wow. Um, and then my first full year in the business, which was 2003, I closed 55 houses that okay. year. So, but, but, you know, it's a lot of work grinding all the time, but I knew my wife and I had a, we had to have a pre Craig going into real estate meeting, family meeting. And it was like, Hey baby, I think I realized that this is going to require a lot of my time. Are you going to be okay if for the next 18 to 24 months, yeah. there's no date night, no vacations. I'm going like working every day. My, my family time with my kids was open house day with daddy. Okay. Did listing they go showings? And they went to showings, open houses, listing appointments. Yeah. They, they probably actually bought and sold more. They, they, <laughs> yeah. They've helped me get buyers and sellers yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah. What was it, what's the reception like when you would take your kids on appointments? Oh, people loved it. I, you know, that was actually the, that was the secret weapon. Yeah. Because uh, I bring my kids and it made Craig Wilburn a, you know, a normal a guy, yeah. a human. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and the kids, I say, hey, you know, guys, we're going to this house. Look hungry. Okay. Look hungry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in there. You know. That's no, but awesome. they, you know, I'm joking. But they, you know, they would just sit there and they were obedient. So they'd have something to do or read a book or do homework or whatever they were doing. And, you know, but people appreciate the fact that I was a real person. Person. And I and I would tell people I said, look, I'm bringing my kids because like, this is our this is our family time. I'm new in the business. I'm working really hard for them and for you. Mm -hmm. And so that you're going to see my kids here with me. Are you yeah. going to be okay with that? Of course, everybody was. Nobody ever had an issue with it or a problem with it. 
Yeah. That's amazing, though, that you set that expectation because yeah. that was one of the things that I wrestled with. Um, our four-year-old goes on showings probably four days a week. Wow. Um, and <clears throat> and that was one of the things that was it was hard for me to accept at first was like, what's the result going to be? What are mm-hmm. people going to think? Is it going to change conversion? All those things. Um, what 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 caused you to set those expectations though? Um, because I think communication is the key thing, right? Okay. So so when I'm going into if I'm going to go into a situation that is not quote unquote the normal expectation, yeah. then I feel I have the responsibility to prepare the other party of what's going to happen, right? Okay. So it's like, you know, hey, Eric, I'm really looking forward to seeing you later on today. Yeah. I'm going to do a really good job getting your house sold and talking to you and communicating to the market. Hey, just so you know, um, you know, this is my family there with my, with my, with my son. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's four. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll be coming with me also to, you know, sit there and listen. He'll be quiet. He'll be, oh, that's great. Da, da, da. <laughs> and people just, you keep, you just keep going. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was even looking for a response. Yeah. yeah okay? This was just how it was Matter of fact, be. Yeah. this is what it's going to be. Right. Yeah. And so then when they come and they see the kid and then they talk and they go, oh, wow, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, and as my kids started getting older and they started paying attention to what I was doing and then they started engaging in some like we're showing houses like mm-hmm. I, I had as my kids got older some of my kids i'd be showing houses and they would start showing the house yeah and i'd be like huh this is interesting yeah. <laughs> so do they do they have interest in doing real estate or being i, involved I have in i have one right now my daughter my oldest girl who's ex- is the first one to genuinely express yeah some interest in it but we'll see we'll see yeah, yeah. so i think the other thing that stands out is that is worth hammering on as well because you know, I actually asked people this question yesterday um, multiple times, and I was shocked that I didn't find anyone who said in our industry that they maintain this habit, and that was date nights every week with your wife. Oh, yes, That's yes. a non-negotiable for us as well. Yeah. yeah. How, like, how come? Because I want to stay married. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I want to stay married. And yeah. so, um, you know, we don't, you know, we have, we have, I mean, listen, every week we have scheduled date nights. It's in the calendar, whether it's yeah. a lunch or something. We don't always, you know, of course, we of don't course. always do it for yeah. different reasons. Yeah. I will say this, if we don't do it, it's usually not me that yeah. not able to make it. My yeah. wife's busy too. Yeah. She's got, you yeah. know, the kids and sports and things and stuff. Yeah. So, but um, but we we're very intentional about that, and we're also intentional. We do two um, trips together a year, so we do one alone trip, for like you know, seven to eight days, mm-hmm. uh, and then we do like a weekend getaway together. You know, that's every year. Man, the thing I love about this is, you know, when I was asking people this question yesterday about you know why they're not doing that or why it hasn't been done consistently, the number one thing that I hear is kids, and and what's so interesting is you have five kids, yeah. and that's still been your pri- your priority. priority yeah. uh, what do you say to the agent uh, or the leader who's who might be listening but isn't making that a priority? Um, what has it done for you? So I guess I would say, <clears throat> you know, the first thing is mindset and perspective, right? So if if a person has the perspective that they can't do it because mm-hmm. of the kids, because of this, because of, you know, these are all just like what we call excuses, right? <laughs> so it's not like, again, it's not a slam, okay? Yeah, because course, course. we all have things that we're trying to figure out and work through and yep. grow through and learn through. Um, this area is something that is not a problem for people. The problem that people have is being able to have the conversations that are necessary to engage into that activity. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't know how to have the conversation. There might be other underlying issues in the relationship yeah. of poor communication ability that we don't feel like the spouse or the partner will, you know, understand or get it or whatever. 
Um, but listen, if you want to not just stay married, I shouldn't say I want to stay married. I do want to stay married. I also want to stay passionate and engaged yeah. and happily married. I yeah. don't want to be married to somebody that I'm not, you know, enjoying, right? Yeah. And so, and I've told my wife, I'm like, I said, I, I'm the kind of person, I'm hardwired for like doing things. Yeah. And I'm passionate about what I do. If I lose passion in an area, I lose interest in that area. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I don't want to lose interest in you, right? right? So I have to have these times that we're doing things so that yeah. we stay engaged in the relationship. It's interesting that you say that. I want to just kind of share a tactic in that we, you know, I basically have a, what, what would amount to be a one, three, five, but in all, all aspects of life. And I know that if I only do one thing relationship wise, and that one thing is maintain that date night. Right. And not that we don't ever miss it either, but but more nine out of ten times we hold that that time slot, which means I have, I'm had to build a babysitter list of you know five people who could provide childcare, and right. and we had to build all of the other bunkers to reinforce maintaining that one that one leading activity. It's great, uh, but I think a lot of people just come up with the reasons why they can't yes. instead of stripping down, okay, what's the barrier? Right? Problem solve for it. You yeah. got a problem solve for it. Same thing with the kids, yeah. right? If you got one, two, three, four, ten, however you kids. I got friends that got 20 kids, right? So, yeah. <clears throat> but um, you, you have to also do that with your kids. It's got to be, your kids need to see you actively going after them, right? As a parent, especially yeah. a father, um, you have to go after your kids. The kids need to see you pursuing them. What do you mean by that? Tell me more. I mean that, you know, for, for my kids, like I am, I am, I intentionally get with them and say, Hey, look, I want to spend more time with you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, what do you want to do? Like yeah. you pick, I'm not picking, like, yeah. I'm not picking it. You got to pick. What would you like to do with, time with you? That's I want to spend right. time with you alone. Yeah. All right. Not bring your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. Every now and then they will invite them, you know, they can come, but they know that this is their time. They get to control the experience. Whatever you want to do, yeah. Some some kind of ice cream, or just riding the car with Daddy Day, yeah. or they want to come on a trip with me, or you know dinner, or it's um you know it could be anything. Going yeah. to the arcade, you know, going to the beach. I mean, I'm like it doesn't matter, but I just want to know that you got you are in you are in full control, you know, of the experience with Daddy. So you know, how do you want that to look like? The thing I love about it too is, is that you know that's one appointment a week. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. as though you have to have to pour hours and hours and hours into it mm -hmm. every day, uh, every day of the week, right? Yeah. If you're highly intentional with your time and yeah. making sure that they're, they're aware that they matter and they're a priority to you. Um, and what happens, what happens in your world when people make you feel like you're a priority? Yeah. Right. Yeah. To you, what happens to you? you yeah, know? you feel incredibly special and uh, wanted and empowered. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, one opportunity we have to yeah. empower our kids and our relationships by being intentional in that yeah. manner. So, you said nonprofit was a key hmm. component of yours. Why is that? A, why is that such a key element of your business or life? So, uh, late 2020. So, for the whole for my whole real estate career, I've always been you know under the understanding that I mean, like literally, God, family, business. We say that yeah. in KW. The only reason I'm in Keller Williams is because of what God did to put me in that. That's a whole other story for another podcast. <laughs> um, and now that I'm in there, I've watched God use the business for me to do good things for other people through the business. And so I started going, oh, I see. The reason why I'm successful in real estate is not because I can be the, you know, on stage and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and tell everybody how awesome I am. Yeah. It's because you're giving me a platform <clears throat> to be a people impactor. 
Like, I can do things to impact people's lives for good. So at the end of 2020, now, with all that being said, and me yeah. knowing that, I never really had a clear mission and vision statement for my okay. business. And so my team would come to me and go, hey, what's our vision? What's our vision? Yeah. I'm like, well, we're just we're doing good things. We're out <laughs> yeah. here doing, you know. And then so finally we said, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going we're gonna to get this thing on paper. We're going to really make it concise so we all remember it. We sat for a whole day meeting, okay, trying mm -hmm. to come up with it. Da, 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 da. And at the very end, we were about to throw in a towel. And somebody in my leadership team made a comment about something which triggered somebody else, triggered somebody else, and like it was like a lightning bolt went through the room and it hit me. And I was like, oh my gosh, write this down right now. Yeah. I said, we're gonna honor God by creating a positive, we're gonna honor God by creating a worldwide, excuse me. <laughs> we are going to, we got the mission statement and the vision statement. Yeah. The vision statement was, we're gonna point humanity to God by creating a worldwide culture of giving back. Okay. And everybody was like, that's it. Yeah. Right. And then we went to our team and it was like this. Our mission statement is honoring God by creating a positive and lasting impact in the lives of people. It's like, all right, we got it. Yeah. Now, that created such clarity for us. Mm -hmm. And so with that, we go, OK, how are we going to create a worldwide culture of giving back? Like, yeah. I don't know. Let's just start in Gainesville. OK. So we decided we talked. We do a we, we created this monthly give back campaign. So we bring in nonprofits uh, in our local community okay. into our team meetings. <clears throat> they share with the team what they do, da da da. The goal with that is, of course, for us to learn more about what they do every single yeah. day. And also, we want to see if there's anybody in the room that gets connected, feels you know connected to the cause, yep. so they can go serve. So we go. We got time, talent, treasure. You know, what can we do? How can we use our time, talent, and treasure to make things better for these nonprofits? And so. That was a powerful thing. And so and then we also decided <clears throat> we're going to put people on display, put these put these nonprofits on display. We're good at we're, we're promoters, we're marketers, we're advertisers. Yeah. Right. Let's leverage that resource and skill that we have to put these um, uh, nonprofits on display. And let's decide to give a portion of all of our sales back to the nonprofit every month. OK. Right. And so that's been our big thing. So we put a goal. We wanted to raise 100. We want to you know, give one hundred thousand dollars and one hundred hours of time. That was our goal. For 2021, ended up giving over 100, it's like 110, I don't know, thousand dollars in like 200 something, 50 hours of give back time. Wow. So we upped the goal again yeah. <laughs> for this year, but the ultimate goal is to do a, a million dollars give back in one year. Okay. That's the goal. Wow. So um, does that give you a filter of who's part of the organization? Oh, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> because you know what we do. We hire a culture now, okay. right? So we can revision, you know, the process, and ultimately between our core values and our mission and our vision, if a person doesn't get excited, it's not a, it's, it's not that <clears throat> you accept the core the core values and yeah. the vision. Does it excite you? Does it get you to a place where you want to go out there and sell all the houses you can, so <laughs> that we can go do this? So that you can go honor God. Correct, right? It's like it's, we. I, I'm not looking for people that sell a thousand houses a year. Yeah. Like, you know, listen, I don't care if you sell twenty thousand houses in a year. Like, it doesn't impress me. It doesn't impress God either. <laughs> okay, right. it's that's like, right. how are you leveraging yeah. that platform to do good for others? Okay, yeah. if that's not a part of your thing, then that's not who we're looking for. Yeah, if that right? doesn't light you on fire, yeah. then you're that's not, not a good fit. Yeah, for because, us, because there's no one who's not, who's going to come in and say, you know what, uh, being charitable is uh, is is something I'm against. I'm opposed to being charitable <laughs> yeah. and giving, right? Yeah, so right. everyone is going to be accepting. in favor of that mm -hmm. or accepting of that, but only so many are on fire for that, I right. assume. Right. So, uh, so then for, when you look at your team today, kind of uh, break down what does your team look like from a 
from a, either a people standpoint or, or from a number standpoint? So we have, um, we have four agents on the team that are sales that have okay. been doing it for more than two years. Okay. Um, and then we have three that we just brought on this year nice. that are brand new, brand new in the industry. Um, we have two full-time admin. We have a, a, a transaction coordinator who's an independent contractor. And then we have a couple of part-time people that service the agents in different, different capacities. Um, last year, we did about 218 transactions, 65 million. Um, and we have an, uh, I'll have an investment company also. Okay. And we're getting ready to launch a property management company. And um, on the investment side of things, mm -hmm. what, um, what got you into that? Oh, I've been doing that since the beginning of my real estate career. Just because I, but one of the one of my mentors in the real estate business when I got in, he was a big investor, and so he took me in his wing and helped me learn how to do it. And so, you know, I always felt like a responsibility to, you know, to continue that and also to be able to help others do that. And so now in our team, in the infrastructure of our team, we've created, you know, spaces for people to invest. And so now we have um, two of our team members that we just recently bought property together which has been great. <clears throat> and we're, you know, getting returns on that, on those investments that are really, really nice. And it's just great to be a part of that. And so, and also we're doing that to be a, to be a symbol to the other people mm -hmm. to say, look, we want you guys to sell as much real estate as possible. Take your money. We go through, we do profit first in our okay. business as well. Yeah. Yep. And so we we're showing, we went through a whole, a whole like workshop together with that. We even have Mike McCallowitz come wow. and, you know, do the whole thing. It was, wow. it was That's worked awesome. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but that has been something that has allowed our people a really good way to look forward to their long-term, you know, future. What, um, for anyone who's listening who's interested in potentially investing or partnering with someone in their organization to, yeah. to jointly invest, what have you learned or what would you, what would you kind of caution or advise people on? So, of course, somebody's got to know what they're doing, okay. right? So, you know, don't just, you know, buy anything. If you yeah. don't know what you're doing, go find somebody in your area that you trust that you can get counsel from. We have, I'm sure, inside of KW, there's a yeah. ton of you know, classes and things, and there's people in our company that are doing phenomenally big things with real estate investing. I would say latch on, pick up the phone, call people, get advice, go find people that have the resources, because you're gonna have to, if you don't have the cash yourself, you don't have to have all the cash. Yeah, of course. Right? I've, I'm doing some things right now with other people's money yeah. that I've partnered with because I found people in my area who you know had a lot more money than I had, yeah. and um, and I said, look, let's create a space together where you know because I was successful in what I did, I had trust cap trust capital built up. Absolutely. So yep. when I went to these folks and gave them a plan, an idea of how we can look for them, they were willing to jump on board and do it. Well, and it's fascinating because nobody <clears throat> says no to an opportunity to make more money. Yeah, it's hard for the, people, yeah. Unless, the only, unless they don't trust you. That's right. The only yeah. reason they say no is if there's not trust exchange, <laughs> right? And so if they trust you and there's money-making opportunity involved, then the answer should be a relatively easy yes. Yes, and you only got to do it one time good, right? And, yeah. so this, and this was my thing. I say, hey, Eric, um, you know, I'm looking at this investment property. I want to buy this property. Here's the returns. Here's a spreadsheet, right? All the numbers mm -hmm. are plugged in. You know, you have the capital. I have this much. You have that much. Um, would you be willing? Here's how it would look. Here's your return on investment. Just give me one shot. Yeah. And if I can prove to you that I can do it, would you consider doing it again? Right. Okay. Now it's mine to lose. Right. So yeah. then we go acquire the asset. We do the do the renovation. We sell the property. Does it return? Oh, wow. That worked. Would you like to do that again? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So then you can start building that. Yeah. That long term relationship. What has investing done for you or your business? Gosh, I mean, it's, it, it is our business, right? Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, like it, it and we actually just this year, we're launching an investment group inside of our business. And so I have a young man who I'm a, I was able to connect with to bring into the team that is passionate about this stuff. And okay. so 
I'm gonna create, so one, one of the big things that it does, it creates opportunities for other people, mm -hmm. right? So now we can build a whole other wing of our business that somebody else can come in and have some ownership interest in and be able to grow and have, a, have an opportunity to build wealth for themselves as well. You are such a um, like high energy guy. What, what gives you, I mean, you're, you're just, you seem to be passionate about life, right? You seem yeah. to be passionate about whatever it is that you put your focus on. Mm -hmm. what, what gets you the most passionate though? Um, you know, it's my, my, my whole world is direct around purpose. If, okay. if, I, if I can't see purpose in it, I'm not passionate about it. Okay. I only get passionate about things that I see a greater purpose in. And so, you know, like I said, my, my lens that I filter everything through is through my faith. Mm -hmm. And so um, if, if I feel like, you know, what I'm doing is honoring God in it, then that gives me a, that gives me a lot of energy yeah. to be able to, to, to do what I got to do. And it's easy. Like, it's not like it's even like, yeah. like work, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, hey, if I can see the, <clears throat> and generally it happens when, I can see the benefit that it will do for somebody else. Like if I can truly see and believe that this would benefit somebody else, then I'm typically like really, really motivated to get it done. It's interesting. It's like the intersection of pa passion and purpose and yeah. talent. Yeah. It, and you probably get exponential results by having that intersection. Yeah. And it's important to also know who you are, right? So we just did this thing <clears throat> here at KW um, it was the uh, Living Fearless event that, okay. that um, Vanessa Pollack and yeah. other folks put on. And um, oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. The guy spent two days, four hours each day, effectively going in to helping people in the room understand how to hear God's voice and how to understand how he wired you and what he who he created you to be. What is your identity? Okay. And so he has this whole teaching program that he does. He teaches people how to find their identity. Going through that exercise there, it was like the next morning when I woke up and God told me what my identity was. This was just the other day. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And, 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 I, and it was people impactor. Mm. Like, that is literally who he called me to be. It's like, oh my gosh. So now with that kind of focus and clarity, I'm like, this is, life just got a whole lot easier over the yeah. past couple of days because I'm like, okay, all I got to do is just stay in the mode of being a person that is positively impacting people and every and now you, you look for every opportunity to just do that. Yeah. And this is where Livian comes in also, by the way. That was gonna be my <laughs> that was gonna be my actually my follow-up question then is so then what does that future passion and purpose look like? Gosh, man, that's a lot. I don't even quite understand it all yet, okay. to be completely honest. Okay, yeah. I don't. Um, I just know that from the things that I have learned so far, <clears throat> as we plug into the Livian machine. Mm -hmm it's going to allow me to be able to have more freedom to focus on being a people impactor. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. So I would say for every single person, you figure out who are you? Because I mean, listen, for some people, there's some things that Livian offers that some folks need to keep doing, yeah. right? And yeah. then let Livian do some other things that maybe they need to stop doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you have to know <clears throat> for yourself, what is your calling, right? And then where's your sweet spot? Where's your highest mm -hmm. and best use? and then operate in that space. Yeah, and so your goal is to uh, plug into the platform and go leverage that to impact more people. You right? better believe it. And, and so then goal-wise or, or vision-wise, what do you think that looks like for you? Oh gosh, uh, okay. so, so early today I was having a conversation with someone that was asking me questions about Livian and this and yeah. why and all the things. <clears throat> and so I said, you know what I realized over the past few days is that I had a vision for myself that three weeks ago, 
to me was like this, it was so big. Yeah. Like I got this big yeah. vision, da 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 da. Yeah. And now from just the relationships and new conversations, new yeah. relations I've had with people that are, have now decided to merge to form yeah. Voltron, uh, <laughs> it's so, like, it's so true. <laughs> I'm telling you bro, so it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, oh my gosh, this vision that I had that was so big just did like this. Because now I go, well that's this, I can do much more than what I thought I could do. That has been what's happened. I'm like, okay. I could be a very dangerous human being <laughs> when I'm not so bogged down with all the interference yeah. of things that I've been having to interfere with mm -hmm. because I can plug into this machine, let them handle that stuff, then I can focus my highest and best use on doing Craig Wilburn, people impactor, Yeah. right? So, so I guess that probably is my, is my last question then okay. is that you know, you're somebody who's obviously a leader in everything that you do. You know, you, you lead your household, you lead your team, you yeah. lead the Realtor Association in various capacities. Uh, I'm, I'm always intrigued as to when leaders partner with other leaders. Mm. What was it that um, allowed you to, to do that? I'll tell you this. So first, my first real connection to Livian was through Dawn okay. Krause. And um, it's funny, like um, I had well, I text Adam like uh, three weeks ago, four okay. weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah. And I texted him, I said, I was sitting in my office and something just said to me, text Adam. Now, Adam and I had never had a conversation before. <laughs> and I went on Facebook, you know, text, sent him a message. He responded right back. I, and I just said, hey, Adam, um, you know, who in your organization should I talk to about learning, if I want to learn more about Livian? Yeah. He goes, oh, I love Gainesville, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what you got to know about Gainesville? You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> probably, probably too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, he says, I'll have Dawn call you. I said, great. So I said, hey, could you send me her number? Because I want to, I don't answer, I typically okay. don't answer my phone if I don't recognize the number. I get weird calls sometimes. So yeah. I don't, anyway, so um, I started plugging her number in and her name popped up because wow. I already had her in my phone. Oh, cool. And I was like, well, this is weird. So I opened up the contact and when I meet people, some Sometimes that super impressed me. I will write a lot of notes about them. So I met her like four years ago at okay. a mastermind that we were doing, and she was leading the mastermind discussion. Wow. She had a big team, but I was really impressed by how she was able to manage the room. All these high energy, deep high <laughs> yeah. people, and you know everybody's got egos and all the things. And she just really she worked that room like, and I was so impressed that I wrote notes about her. So anyway. That was my first initial contact, and but talking from her, talking to her, I was like, wow, this is she's an incredible leader, okay? Yeah. And that was great. And then um, when she connected me with Adam, and then I got to see on a Zoom call with Adam, and I thought, oh, snap, this dude is a for real high-level <laughs> leader. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, you know, being around people who are smarter than you, more advanced down the road with you, then you come together, and you can take ideas and things that have worked, and <clears throat> people that are influencers, in their respective communities, their icons mm -hmm. in their communities, they, and they have a passion to help other people to do good for others. That's, that's, that's the only people that I've experienced so far um, inside of the Livian machine. Yeah. Um, and the admin staff behind the scenes, oh, oh my word. Yeah, I mean, incredible. oh my gosh. Yeah, they I don't mean, get nearly enough credit. Bro, <laughs> everything that yeah. has needed to happen, they are like, it happened I, yesterday. It yeah. happened, yeah. And I can't, I can't even believe. I talked to Aaron last night. I was like, Aaron, how in the world do you even do this? I like, know. I don't even comprehend. And yeah. she said to me, she's like, it was like nothing. She said, listen, we are dialed in. Like, you know, we when we focus on what we got to do, we get it done. And we just, and I was like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you yeah. know, because she's got it. She, I mean, they just, you know, because they're really none of this works without them doing what they're doing behind the scenes 
Don can be the greatest person, Adam can be the best leader, we all can do our things, and, but if that stuff behind the scenes fails, the whole ship sinks, and so I think that is the most important you know, aspect, and the people that are behind the scenes, what they're doing and how they're putting things together is, has been beautiful. My experience with them have been, has been utterly beautiful so far, so it's been great.